0: In a white church in the middle of the wood, follow in chump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church home. If you don't agree, better leave them alone. might rape your dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes, Republican, fundamental Christians go to the Little White Church.
1: Welcome! Welcome! Oh yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Are you looking at my ass? Are you looking at my ass? I don't
2: mind. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Hey, why don't you two women kiss? For the Lord.
1: Alright. I fucking love it. Thank you. Whoa. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a Republican sin, but hey, it turns me the fuck on. Okay. Everyone settle down. Settle down. There is no question that we are horny this morning. than fucking wood! We all have boners of steel for our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump and Jesus. And I'm, of course, your pastor, Bill Reagan White. I'm here to fuck your world today at Little White Church. This is Little White Church, motherfucker. Hey, let's say fuck together ten times in a fucking row. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Fuck! 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 Fuck!
0: Fuck! 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 No, fuck!
2: Fuck! Fuck! No, fuck! Fuck! Yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I love fucking with my church. I love to say fuck together for the Lord. Hey, who's this dipshit right here in the front with a clipboard? Hello, my name is Vandervoldy. I am from the Virtue of Preachers, which is a hierarchy religious secret society that monitors the body of Christ. There were several complaints by high prominent preachers from your performance in January At the Atlanta Preaching Conference. Involving a female preacher and cross-dressing. Some are even claiming you were in a gay relationship. Or a trans relationship with this woman. I reviewed the performance on VHS. And I must say, I myself was perplexed. Nonetheless... I will be evaluating your performance today and see if you live up to the Jesus Christ expectations. I will be reporting back to the virtue and to Jesus Christ directly. Wow, are you like from the Vatican? That is not for you to know, but if I were you and you were me, I would prove to me that I am exactly what I say I am. A man of the cloth. A man of Jesus Christ. We take the word of Christ very, very seriously. And look very much down upon those that would manipulate or lean on their own understanding. Um, you haven't been... Uh, you haven't started judging me yet, have you? Yes, we have begun. Ever since your opening statements. And of course, the lesbian kiss in the audience. Uh, oh, uh, well I would not judge based on audience participation. And not what these lost souls do. Uh, there is a fucking... Uh, I mean a damn reason why I have to preach to these fucking people. They they are some real nut jobs. There are some nut jobs in this fucking church and they need to be shown the Lord's light specifically by me. You directly instructed two women to kiss. Yeah, y- yes, but let me explain, let me explain, Vandervaldi. Okay, but yes, but it was only for the visual pleasure of a man. All done for the body of Christ, specifically the Lord's dick. That's part of his body. I don't know about you, but um, you can call that lesbian or gay, but seeing two women kiss is just exciting. Now, of course, as a Christian Republican, I would be against those two getting married or seeing two guys kiss. Or just anything like that. So um, I'm just trying to be the best pastor to these people I can. Yes, Pastor White. You are a vessel for the Lord. People depend on you to be an example of the Lord. How Jesus Christ was an example to his followers right before the ultimate crucifixion of our Lord Jesus. Exactly. I keep telling these people at this church this stuff and they don't listen. Now I just want you to keep an open mind. I preach from the heart, so I say fuck a lot, obviously, so I fucking say fuck a fucking fucking lot. So, but I believe the word fuck was invented long after the Bible's creation, so... Therefore, I am free to say all these fucking cuss words. Fuck, piss, shit, cock, ass, dick, bastard, and so forth. I want you to preach like you normally preach. I will not be giving any feedback or instructions until the end. If God is in you, then you will already know how well you've done. I'm only here because many prominent preachers had a religious concern with your performance. And I wanted to further evaluate you. Well, first off, that was a misunderstanding. You see, I was trying to minister to a woman preacher for being a preacher. You see, I believe a woman should be silent. And it's the man's job to be the preacher. I still believe in that old sexist belief of the Bible. So I tried to help this woman. Her name, of course, was Alex Female. So I tried to get her to cross-dress and pretend to be a man. Because I thought that would be the best way she could get the message of the Lord across. I don't know what I was thinking, but... Regardless, it was a misunderstanding. Of course I don't believe a woman can be a fucking preacher. I do not support women preachers, so we do not have to do this evaluation. Oh, yes we do. We take complaints seriously. Maybe it was a misunderstanding, but that will be for me to decide based on what I see here today. I suggest you preach the Word of God like your life depends on it, because it does. Okay, this was somewhat unexpected. May I quickly meet in the church office with some of my closest advisors? Yes, but do it quickly. I don't have all day. Okay, um, Hank Vermont, mule, Brandon, Miss Gregory, Debra Milley, Brittany Vineyard Leroy and, um, uh, Fred, you too! But you shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. I need all of you in my fucking office right the fuck now. Okay, um, shut the fucking door. Okay, um, I'm so fucked. This guy Vander Valdi is probably all 100% by the fucking Bible. We got to act like we know something a little bit more knowledgeable about the Classical Bible or we are probably fucked. I don't know what the fuck to do, okay? Well, why if he's just an average Q? Christian Trumper who, you know, believes in the new U.S. Christianity world order where we really are overwhelmingly worshipping Trump. 70% of evangelicals supported Trump in the election. And, um, that's not even counting the votes that vanished because of, you know, the election fraud that was proven on fucking Facebook. You will probably be all right. He is white and he's Christian guy. So, I, I mean, come on. I, I'm stressed the fuck out, okay? I, I mean, what if I fail? What the fuck is this Vandervaldi guy from the preaching virtue going to fucking do to me if I fucking fail? I'm not sure, Pastor White, but, um, it could mean your death, perhaps. He did say your life depends on the church service, and, um, I think he is probably going to have you executed by crucifixion, and then the virtue are going to drink your blood.
1: Oh my god! They're gonna kill you, Betty.
2: Fuck, I'm dead! Okay, listen, you people are my closest advisors, what do you advise me to do because remember we have a suicide pact, if anything happens to me, you are to immediately commit suicide as soon as possible. What if I'm busy doing something like getting intimate with a lady? You are to pull out immediately and kill yourself. Well I don't want to do that in front of her. That, that will disturb her. That would turn me the fuck on. Enough Miss Gregory. Fuck. Okay Hank, you would pull out, send her home, and then immediately kill yourself. If I die and you guys don't kill yourself, I will be fucking pissed. I will come back as a ghost and I will make your lives a living fucking hell. Could I sacrifice my husband Kenneth instead in my place? No, I will need you to die specifically, each and every one of you, to kill yourself. That's how a suicide pact works. Fuck! You guys can't even get that right. How can you advise me on anything? I just don't see what it accomplishes. If you believe in little white church and republicanism and, and... Donald J. Trump, if you believe in fucking Billy fucking White, then you'll put your fucking life on the line for what you fucking believe. It sounds like you just answered your own fucking advisor question. Hello, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we do need to get on with the show. Vandervalli, can I ask you what would, um, what would happen to me if I say were to fail today your test? Oh, you do not want to fail. I represent a legion of elites, and you do not want to disappoint them. The consequences would be dire. You would be a vapor in
1: the wind.
2: Ah, a a, a vapor in the wind. um, Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, Okay, uh, we will be right out. You you can go ahead. Fuck. Oh, fuck, I'm fucked. (sighs) Well, um, hopefully this next song will help show that, you know, Little White Church is the real fucking deal. Okay, let's get out there. Hey, Vandervaldi! Let's worship! Once a jolly con man can buy a billabong Under the shame of a state company He sang as he watched and waited till his crowd boil You'll come a-waltzing the capital with me Waltzing Melania, in Melania You'll come a in the capital with me He sang as he watched and waited till his crowd boil You'll come a in the capital with me Down came a dumb fuck to drink at the Kool-Aid. Up jumped Pillman and grabbed him with glee. He sang as he shoved that dumb fuck in his tucker bag. You'll come a waltzing the Capitol with Trump. Waltzing Melania, Waltzing Melania. You'll come a waltzing the Capitol with me. He sang as he shoved that dumb fuck in his tucker bag. You'll come a waltzing the Capitol with me. Up the road the trumper, mounts with his thoroughbred Up the the trumper's, one, two, three With the jolly dumb fuck that you got in your tucker bag You'll come a-waltz in the capital with me Waltz in Malania, waltz in Malania You'll come a-waltz in the capital with me With the jolly dumb fuck that you got in your tucker bag You'll come a-waltz in Malonia with me Up jump to trumper and sprang into the chamber. You'll never take me alive, said she. And her girls can be heard as you pass by the
1: Capitol You'll come waltzing the Capitol with me.
2: Okay, settle down, people. Sail down! Sail the fuck down! Let's go over these damn prayer fucking requests for fuck's sake. Okay. Let's pray for Martin Sherman. So, Martin took his six-year-old grandson, Franklin, to the Seven Flags Amusement Park. They rode the bumper car. Now, for anyone who does not know what bumper cars are, well, you're a dumbass. Well, what they are, they, do these, um, they have dozens of um, underage kids drive these cars that have oversized bumpers and they allow these underage drivers to uh, drive into each other, bump into each other, alongside with adults in their cars bumping into each other. It's not just kids out there. There are adults in cars, too, bumping into these kids trying to uh, bump them. You see, all the cars are, are single seater cars. So, um, the cars only go probably about five to Ten miles per hour at the at the most, so no one usually gets hurt. Um, it's usually rather safe. Well, Martin got into a bumper car and Franklin got into a separate one, you know. And the bumper car attendant, switchboard operator, turned on the power grid. You see, um, the cars all have this big fucking pole sticking out the rear of the car, kind of like the pole at the end of the the Back to the Future movie where Marty McFly has to drive the DeLorean time machine car, you know, and has to drive that pole sticking on the back of his car into a cable hanging from the clock tower, driving at 88 miles per hour at precisely the right time when the lightning strikes the clock tower. It kind of works in the same Back to the Future kind of thing, but all electricity's up on the top of the ceiling there, where the pole connects to the ceiling. You see, the ceiling is the power grid, and that pole just slides across the ceiling as the car moves, and um, that's how the car gets the power. I, I don't know how to fucking describe it. It's fucking weird, and it's hard to describe, but anyway, the attendant can turn on and off that grid if things get out of control and everyone's car is shut down if he hits the kill switch. So that's the purpose of the, the power grid system. The uh, attendant gets paid minimum wage, but he is there to monitor and protect the lives of our youth and the parents of our youth at this track if necessary. The attendant's name working that day was 18-year-old Kevin Miller. So Kevin Miller turned the ride on, and all those cars started going at each other and bumping each other like they should, you know. And Franklin bumped into his grandfather Martin, causing Martin to bump into three other cars. Those three cars each had a member of the street gang known as the Dirty Mojitos. This street gang is a gang somewhere from Mexico made up entirely of 12-year-old bad motherfuckers. I wouldn't want to fuck with them. Some mean motherfuckers. So Martin bumped these three Dirty Mojitos simultaneously. One of the mojitos screamed out, Kanyo, I will kill you, you motherfucker, pendejo! So the mojitos chased Martin down, and they cornered Martin on the track and all took turns slamming his fucking car as they had him pinned. It is at that moment the lead mojito, who had several facial teardrop tattoos and a full fucking sleeve, hotwired an unauthorized Tesla battery to his bumper car and was on the opposite end of the track. So the lead Mojito flipped his power switch on and that bumper car takes off like a motherfucker. That bumper car is plowing through cars with young children going about 40 fucking miles per hour which is pretty damn fucking fast for a bumper car track, I tell you that. Cars are being hurled through the fucking air, kids are screaming, kids are trying to get the fuck out of the way in time, but they are no match for the speed of this Mojito car. It's going like 40, 50, sometimes maybe even 60 fucking miles per hour. That's when the attendant, Kevin Miller, sees the speeding car and says, holy fucking shit, and cuts the power grid. Everyone's bumper car's power gets cut off immediately, causing them to be sitting ducks so no one gets in the way of the speeding mojito car. Martin is at a dead fucking stop as he sees the approaching car of death. The car collides viciously into Martin's car, flipping Martin and his car into the back wall during the collision, the mojito car tilts forward facing the floor causing the metal rod on the back of the vehicle to slam into Martin's mouth and through his fucking skull, exposing his brain as it electrocutes him and eventually Martin's car catches fire. Martin was electrocuted and burned alive in this tragic incident. Franklin chased down the lead Mahito and shanked him with a number two pencil to the throat numerous times. The young Mahito bled out right there on the track. Franklin said, An eye for an eye, motherfucker. The other members of the Mojitos gained respect for Franklin for how he handled his business and said they would not retaliate if it ends there. The attendant. Kevin Miller looked at all the dead and injured kids, the dead mojito leader and the burning body of Martin, and said, oh, fuck, I'm going to get fucking fired. Kevin Miller, in panic, ran outside, jumped over a restricted area fence, and allowed a roller coaster to crash into him. So, as you guess, Kevin Miller is also dead. Along with um, the first row or two of the roller coaster. I don't know how many people died. I think it was about two, three, maybe even four people on the roller coaster. So um, let's pray for all the families affected by this horrible event and pray for Franklin, but also Martin's entrance into heaven. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. We have a. A church youth field trip coming up next week. We are going to the same theme park that Martin and Franklin went to. Seven Flags. Should be a good fucking time to visit. Yes. Less people probably after that incident. It's going to be fun. Fucking fun. Let's all do the, the bumper cars. That should be some damn fucking fun. I'm gonna bump as many of you fuckers as I can. Let's ride a damn roller coaster, shall we? <laughs> Let's worship!
1: I gotta go the fuck to church. Little white church to think things over. I better read my fucking Bible. In case I need it when I
0: die.
1: This mountain I must climb feels like the cross upon my shoulders. Through the clouds I see but shit. It keeps me pissed as life grows colder. In my life, there's only fucking pain. If I can go to my church, I can't stop now, I travel so far, I'm in
0: the parking lot. Oh I know what God is, I want you to show
2: To show me. Okay, okay, I need to quickly meet with my advisors in the pastoral office, please. Come on. Okay, close the door. Close the door. Fuck. Okay. Listen. Damn, that music is not helping to save my fucking ass. Okay, listen, if for any reason I fail today, I want one of you to execute Vandervaldi before he can take me into custody and kill me. If for any reason the assassination attempt on Vandervaldi fails, then all my advisors are to immediately commit suicide without a second's thought. You just off yourself like that. Okay, um, well, let's see how your sermon goes first. I'm pretty sure you will do great. You're a good preacher. He's a good preacher. I mean, I don't think we will have to kill Van Der Valde. His punishment is probably just something simple. I mean, we definitely won't have to commit suicide. I need y'all to promise me in the event of my failure, you will either kill Van Der Valde or kill your Listen, um... Let's just say we will think about it, okay? Let's just see how it goes and go from there. I, I can't make any fucking promises. I mean, it would be stupid to kill Vandervaldi because the virtue would just have us killed anyway later. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. So, I mean, I think you're on your own here, you know, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah Pastor White, uh, no one is going to risk retaliation by the virtue and we definitely do not want to kill ourselves. No, if the virtue takes me, you all have to kill yourselves. That's the suicide pact. We are the Suicide Squad and I'm the Jared Leto Joker. We will all be dead after this sermon. You got me? This is just like Hitler and Ava in the Bunker. We go down together. Pastor White, you know how much I hate the Jared Leto Joker. I'd rather have Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger, or ultimately Jack Nicholson.
1: Oh, I would jack Jack Nicholson off and fuck the brains out of Jack Nicholson. Let's just see how
2: it fucking goes and go from there. I'm not making any fucking promises.
1: Yeah, let's just see how it goes first. Just relax and preach. I wanna Jack, Jack Nicholson off when he says you make me wanna be a better man.
2: Fuck Miss Gregory, you're breaking my fucking concentration. I'm not gonna preach worth a shit because of you, crazy bitch. Okay, I am ready for the main event. Please begin your sermon. Okay, I'm fucking coming out, bander. Oh, uh, who are all these fucking people with these bird plague masks on? They got bird plague, like, mask on. What the fuck is this? COVID is not fucking real. As you notice, my colleagues will be lined against the perimeter of the church guarding all the exits. If anything happens to me or any attempts on my life are made, I have instructed my colleagues to kill everyone in here. My judgment will be made regardless of any interference, consequences, if warranted are unavoidable, just like God on Judgment Day. My judgment will be swift and final. Now, like I said, please, Pastor Billy Reagan White, continue. Your life depends on a good performance. Okay. Well, fuck. I guess enjoy the sermon then. Okay, well, hopefully it's to your fucking liking. Uh, please everyone sit down and enjoy. Don't think about possibly being murdered by these people of the virtue. Let's have a good Sunday, re- relaxing worship. Okay? Because that's what it's all a-fucking uh, about. Okay? And I'm going to get really religious right now because I'm a fucking religious man and I'm going to come at you today at fucking church. Okay, so today, I want to speak today about a classical Bible story because that's what I always do. I don't tell any of my fucking stories. I don't tell about anything outside the Bible. I talk about the story I'm going to talk about is Adam and Eve. Because I believe this is a pretty safe sermon considering it is the beginning and the foundation of Christianity and uh, creationism. Many people argue that this story is not to be taken literally. But if it's in the Bible, as a trumped-down Christian, I take that shit fucking seriously. And literally. I believe we are all from one family. We're all brother and sister and when you're having sex with a woman, that's your fucking sister, you fucking pervert. I believe we are all from one fucking family. I don't believe in evolution. I did not come from a fucking monkey. Go the fuck to the zoo and look at that dumbass monkey eating that banana. Does that fucking look like you? No, that doesn't fucking look like a monkey. You don't look like a fucking monkey. I don't look like a fucking monkey. <laughs> I don't look like a fucking monkey. That is not the way I fucking look. And I don't appreciate that fucking shit. We all came from Adam and Eve. Never mind all the different races. That's why I'm not even racist cause how can I be racist towards my brother? We are all of the same race. I believe we all came from a white couple from the Garden of Eden. Which probably is somewhere in uh, Iraq. The Garden of Eden was a beautiful garden full of, of fruits and vegetables, and gorgeous variety of um, dumbass animals. The Garden of Eden was basically either a really nice place on Earth, or was literally um, heaven itself. You know, the Bible isn't specific enough, so we don't fucking know, but it was either heaven or a really nice place that God created on Earth. So. What happened in the beginning, in the Garden of Aden, the Lord Donald Trump of Jesus, I mean uh, God, made Adam from the Iraq dust. God made Adam from Desert Storm, and blew him, he blew him, he blew him into existence. Adam was completely naked, of course, While you're getting blown, you're completely naked and did not come with any clothes or any kind of garments, but he was completely butt-fucking-ass naked. Before Adam, there was only animals, and animals that were dumb as fuck. Animals still are dumb as fuck, by the way. The animals were so fucking stupid It had no idea about what was right or wrong. God not being an animal person was someone in his own image to watch over the dumbass animals. And plus, the Lord was lonely. So God blew Adam from dirt into man. He made Adam a man. Adam then watched over the animals. Adam worked nine to five at a smart. He would have to clean up shit, trim nails, and give grooming haircuts to all the fucking animals. Adam invented the poodle look for most of the animals. Mostly the animals with the long fur and standing on four feet. He would butcher their fucking hair make them look like a fucking poodle. Animals were getting kind of pissed about that, but they dealt with it because Adam was in charge of the fucking animals and instructed by God to watch over them. The Lord noticed after work that Adam was crying like a little fucking bitch. The Lord Donald spoke to Adam. What is wrong, my child? And Adam spoke back. Hello, my lord. I am lonely as fuck, and I don't know what to do. These animals are stupid, and not really to my level intellectually. And then God spoke to a random deer who just got groomed by Adam. And just what the hell is wrong with you?
1: What What's wrong with me? Well, well, if you must fucking know, my God
2: insulted me and said that I did not keep him company. So, my God created an intellectual being who then is also dissatisfied with me. This shit is getting on
1: my fucking nerves. I don't fucking get it. I am a cute, cuddly animal and people keep acting like I ain't shit. I didn't keep Adam and you, company? Fuck you guys. And Adam isn't even that fucking smart. Maybe I'm the real one who is fucking lonely. Have you ever fucking thought about that? This is some damn bullshit.
2: Fuck off. I'm talking to Adam right now.
1: Fucking had enough. Fucking had enough.
2: As you can see, you can clearly see these animals are so below me. Below me. And... I just need a companion for Christ's sake, this is fucking bullshit and I need a fucking competent companion.
1: Oh fuck you all!
2: Have you tried hanging out with the monkey? He looks like you, he is sort of in your image. Fun fact, I actually made you in his image. No, no, nice try, God. I I don't fucking believe that. I'm going to write it in the Bible that I was made in your image. No, it was definitely a monkey. No, but because you said that we have to write the Bible, I'm going to say that it was in your image and not this stupid monkey. You know I fucking hate animals. So Adam fell asleep. And some of y'all don't know this, but in the beginning, Adam had two dicks. So the Lord took one of Adam's dicks and crafted that penis into a vagina and made Eve. Eve is a woman made from Adam's cock. So when Adam awoke, he saw he only had one dick. Whoa, where's my other fucking dick? But that's when Adam saw a full grown naked woman for the first time and said, Oh my sweet Jesus. Adam's penis got hard for the first time. And every time we get hard today, it's because of what Eve magically did to Adam's dick for that first time. It's a magical spell Eve gave to Adam the first time that Adam saw Eve naked. So that's why we get hard when we see a naked woman, we want to fuck. That's because of what Eve did to Adam. So next time you get hard, Just remember, that's because of Adam and Eve, and it's quite religious, and also that's why you only have one cock, because of Adam. I know a lot of women in here look disappointed, you wish your husband had two cocks, you'd like to have two cocks, but Adam only had one now, because of Eve, but it got hard because of Eve. Whoa, pee pee hard, pee pee hard! PP hard. Also, why do I only have one PP now? And, and dude, you are hot, but you have no PP.
1: I am Eve.
2: Eve was beautiful. She had like double, triple, quadruple day boobs and had a banging ass body. No dick, of course, but of course at that time, Adam was so innocent and did not even know the truth about good and evil. So Adam did not even know he could have sex with Eve, and God did not divulge that information to Adam, and Eve looked at Adam and said,
1: Wow, you're a hot guy, and I feel so strange.
2: Eve also didn't know anything about fucking and was completely clueless herself. So God told Adam and Eve they could be each other's companion and watch over the dumbass animals together. So Adam became Eve's manager at the smart. Adam had dominion over Eve and all the dumbass animals. The animals told God That they really didn't need two dumbasses babysitting them. All Adam does is give us dumbass poodle haircuts. And they said, also I think Adam and Eve are actually dumber than us animals. They don't know about sex. Us the animals fuck all the time in the wild. you think at some point they would figure that fucking shit out. No, Adam just rubs his dick and fruit all day, unsure. They are dumb as fuck. They may not know right from wrong, but they are dumb as fuck. Hey, you shut the hell up. I made them in my own image and, of course, a monkey's image. I will prove to you how smart these people are. You just watch. So to disprove the animals that these humans were actually smart, God came to Adam and Eve and said, Do not eat from that apple tree right there. Right fucking there in the center. That fucking tree right there. You can have all the fruit and Eden, Everything over there. You can eat that shit. But do not eat from that apple tree right there. You got me? I am telling you, as your creator, do not eat from that apple tree right there. Or you will fucking die. Okay, that sounds reasonable. I agree to the terms.
1: Yes, that sounds reasonable. We agree.
2: And the animal said,
1: Oh, you know they're
2: going to fuck this up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: they're gonna <laughs> fuck this <it> up. <laughs> oh, they'll fuck it up royally. That's when the snake came over.
1: Hey, fuckers. I will get Satan to possess me so that I can speak to the humans in their
2: language. You see, the snake is the most satanic creature in existence. They have a direct relationship with Satan himself. The snake. Which was like a copperhead or some shit. Started singing Creed. Well I
1: just heard. The news today. You've seen my life. you gonna change. The snake.
2: Was instantly eyes possessed. Eyes by the devil. Pray.
1: Lucifer. The Scott Stam.
0: Satan.
1: Satan. That snake was
2: fucking evil as fuck. And he
1: told the animals. I bet I can get them to eat from that tree. The apple tree in the center. And then God will fire them from PetSmart. And we will be free of Adam and Eve's bullshit. Humanity will finally leave us the fuck alone. I will get them to eat from that fruit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The animals watched attentively as the snake approached Eve who was bathing in a nearby stream alone, because Adam didn't have a fucking clue that he could be banging her right now. So Eve was rubbing the waterfall all over her bare tits and vulva, and stroking her naked body,
1: oh fuck. Hey baby, uh, Eve, right? You are fucking gorgeous, Has Adam ever made love to you? Ah! You can fucking talk? What do you mean, made love to me? I I don't understand.
2: The snake slivered around Abe's leg
1: and upper thigh, getting close to, you know what? You know, has he ever done the sacred ritual with you? The Dance of Lovers. What?
2: The snake shook his head and smacked his head with his tail.
1: Fuck, you You really have no fucking clue, Teddy. I bet you feel strange down below between the legs. And you wonder how the fuck do you feel normal? Yeah, now that you mention it, I feel strange, really strange. I need assistance. Oh, I can fucking give you assistance. All you must do is eat from the forbidden apple tree and you will know how to satisfy your vulva. By vulva, I mean your spiritual center but my god said i mustn't eat from the fruit of the tree the apple tree in the center and he pointed at it god is telling you this because he just does not want you to have a good time and of course he does not want you to be like him you see god gets laid whenever he wants and He has been tapping Muhammad's and Buddha's ass for a while now. I even heard he even had group sex with Zeus and Aphrodite. Please, Serpent. I just want to honor my father's wishes. Look, Eve. I can show you things that will blow
2: your mind. Have you ever double-clicked your fucking mouse?
1: I mean, there is so much you could do with Adam or say even a handsome snake. Me and Adam can work you over pretty good. We can do things that uh, will get you to, uh, to your climax. Come on. All you have to do is eat a fucking apple. And I'm sure Adam will eat it too. I mean, the Lord is not going to kill you for eating a fucking apple. That would be a fucking ridiculous and silly punishment. Come on, I mean, what the fuck? That would be fucking crazy. Is, is he going to act like he banged his wife or something? over Because he just ate an apple? That would be a fucking overreaction. So
2: Eve grabbed the apple from the forbidden tree. And approached Adam, who was rubbing his cock on an open watermelon. Oh, hey, Eve. You look beautiful. Whoa. Hey, is that the forbidden fruit? No, you know we can't be eating that shit, woman.
1: Oh, come on, baby. Take a bite. Take a bite. Let's lady in the tramp this apple. Come on.
2: Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I need to meet with my advisors in the church office again. No, no more meetings, Pastor White. The story is getting good. And you know what I think? I think maybe there is a plot to execute me or escape my judgment. No, there's not. That's fucking ridiculous. The Lord's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Just like on Judgment Day, the day you face the Lord, you will get no reduce. You either lived your life for the Lord and confessed with your tongue that the Lord is thy God, or you lived your life in wickedness. Bam! he really is fucking good. He's a good fucking preacher.
1: I need to show you... I mean fucking business! God sees that man right there in the fifth row! fucking hands off me, you bastards, you fucking bastards! Fuck you! I keep your fucking hands off me!
2: Men, prepare the guillotine! The guillotine?
1: Uh, no, don't fucking hurry him! Get the fuck off me, you fucking Men, on my command!
2: One, two, and now,
1: don't you fucking do it. Three! Oh, oh fuck! You fucking did it.
2: You're a fucking monster! Hey, is he dead? Yeah, he's fucking dead! He got decapitated! He got guillotined! Guillotined! He is fucking dead! You will finish your summon. And await my verdict. Please continue after you stop crying like a little bitch. I don't have all day. I could execute you now if you don't finish the task. Here, bitch. Here's your husband's head. I can kill everyone here if I have to. Justice will be served. Miss Lancaster... I understand if y'all decide to leave the church. I don't hold it against you or anything. I'm gonna preach a hell of a sermon, and I'm gonna dedicate this sermon to your husband, Bert Lancaster, who got decapitated today by a guillotine just now. Ladies and gentlemen... I present to you the finale of Adam and Eve, which y'all know the fucking end because you read the Bible already, I think you have, in dedication to the Lancaster family who lost Burt Lancaster. This one is for you guys. It doesn't get easier, but hopefully this sermon will bring y'all some much-deserved peace. I see y'all still haven't gotten over, Bert. Well, let me ease your pain with this sermon. Also, please, no audio or video recording during the service at any time. Lives are at risk this evening, including my own. I advise my advisors... To um, be ready to commit suicide if I fail today. But the Lord Donald J. Trump says it's impossible for me to fail unless the test is a rigged test, which it very well could be unless I win. And then it's perfectly fair. But. But I'm not afraid anymore. I'm. Not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. Just like McCauley, the McCauley Culkin and hold Malone about that old guy that shovels the you know neighborhood. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. I will preach the message the Lord wants me to damn well preach. Can I get my text to put that Home Alone clip on the big screen?
0: Hey! I'm not afraid anymore! I said I'm not afraid anymore!
2: Church, I didn't scream like a little bitch after I said I wasn't afraid. So I'm truly not afraid anymore. Thank you, Tex, for putting that up on the base screen for me. Man, y'all are getting fucking fast. That's really good work right there. Thank you so much. Like I was saying, I'm not afraid anymore. And you, Mr. Vandervaldi, I'm not afraid of you, and you can suck a bag of dicks. You can drown in a swimming pool filled with dicks and try to suck your way out. Suck every dick in that pool, jerk them all off, trying to get all the jizz together to swim the fuck out. But then you suffocate and you die in that pool. Dick pull a and Dicks. I'm not afraid of your judgment. I only care about what the Lord is going to say. If I don't preach this message he wants to hear. And he wants to hear Billy Reagan fucking why from little white fucking church. Preach this damn message about Adam and Eve. So like I was saying, Here is the finale of Adam and Eve. So Eve took a bite of the forbidden apple.
1: See, it's no big deal. I didn't die. The whole death thing is just a bunch of bullshit.
2: Oh, fuck. I I think you fucked up. God said not to do that.
1: It's a lie. I ate it and I'm not dead. Eat it and we can have sex. What? What the fuck is sex? Eat the apple and you will gain the knowledge of sex.
2: So Adam being the dumbass stupid idiot he was, he decided to take a bite of the apple. He then looked down at Eve's vagina and said, Oh, it's actually pretty simple. I can't believe I didn't know that. I'm such a dumbass. So Eve and Adam started banging while the snake filmed and later even joined in. I mean, a snake is shaped like a dick, so it's only natural. Adam and the snake double penetrated Eve while the snake sang Cree. We ate food from a tree.
0: It is my dick. Just got off. Close my eyes. Begin to pray. Streams of mascara. Sweep so down her.
2: cores all over the fucking ground and saw Adam and the snake double penetrating Eve. So let's have sex,
0: let's make love, come on let's have sex, we can't reach climax, can you fuck me harder, in our place. Dream. Can you fuck me harder, piss on me with golden streets. Let's go there, come on let's climb my head. Come on let's climb my head. let's just climb my head.
2: The snake and Adam quickly pulled out and hid in the bushes. Eve was left out in the open and wasn't sure what to do, so she decided to twerk. Yeah, fucking drop it, Eve. Fucking drop it. What the fuck is going
0: on? What the fuck? Okay, that's enough, Eve.
2: That's enough. Fuck. That's enough. Fuck.
1: Okay, it's not what it looks like.
2: For a moment, it looked like you were getting double penetrated by a snake and Adam. And then when I caught you, you started twerking. Was I wrong? Did I not see that? Come out of the bushes, Adam. It's time to face my judgment.
1: Hey, God. I got that shit on film. I made an awesome amateur porn video. We need to wash that shit later. I know I will. Oh, and don't worry. I let Adam win my old snakeskin, so we both use
2: protection. How fucking dare you use condoms? That's the worst fucking part about this. Did you all eat the apples from the forbidden tree? Maybe just like half the apples from the tree, but... um. Eve asked me to do
1: it. The snake told me to do it, that fucking bastard! Hey, I was just here watching them fuck. And then I joined in fucking because they invited
2: me. And I didn't eat any of those fucking apples. Because you said not
1: to. I don't like them apples, like Goodwill Hunting said. And I was here only for the pussy. And like I said, I filmed that shit. It's some good shit. 480p, bro. Let's watch on my LG Smart TV with surround sound. I sang a beautiful song, by the way, that that was in that porno.
2: I don't want to see that sex tape. I'm sure it'll be on Christian Pornhub soon anyway, and I'll watch then.
1: Okay, so I really didn't know it meant that much to you, but... Since you are the creator of everything, why put a tree here if you don't want people to eat the apples?
2: No, don't you try to turn this shit on me. No, what you did was out of control. And now you and along with everyone involved and not even involved directly in the incident will be severely punished. Such and such that is born in the future say 2023 should have knew better than to allow Adam and Eve to eat from this tree at the beginning of time. How the fuck dare you? Don't you think that you're being a little bit unreasonable? I mean, for real, we're not going to do it again. Adam, you asshole of all people should have kept your bitch in line.
1: Hey, don't speak
2: to her that way oh and how dare you you fucking snake bastard how dare you get possessed by the devil scott Stapp, the leader of creed and have no control over your actions because that's what happens when you get possessed you don't have control however you did trick eve and that basically caused the problem Out of the three, Adam is probably the less guilty because he is a man just supporting his woman. But you will all be fucking punished. End of fucking story, bitches. No excuses. You fucked up. You fucked up. I know, but really, it's a fucking apple. Well, uh, let's just relax and see what punishment he has for us. It can't be too fucking bad. So not only were Adam and Eve caught red the fuck-handed, but because the snake filmed it, and even the moments leading up to the eating of the apples, plus the bite marks in the apples were perfectly matched to Adam and Eve's dental records, it was an open and shut fucking case. Eve, along with every woman born after her who absolutely had nothing to do with the said incident, God sentenced to increase trouble in pregnancy and pain in giving birth. In spite of this, she will still have desire for her dumbass husband, yet she will be subject to him. Although later modern medicine such as epidurals and shit like that, condoms, Shit like that undermined the Lord's authority. Adam, along with every man born thereafter, was sentenced to be a farmer and tend the fields, to work for their living. The man was sentenced to be a corporate slave. Although, the Lord's authority is currently being undermined today because the woman is also working her fucking ass off for less money To help the man. And we have grocery stores now. So not everyone has to be a fucking farmer. The snake, along with every snake thereafter, was punished to crawl on his belly for the rest of his days. You see, snakes used to have little legs like a lizard, basically. So, God took their legs away. Now people will step on them. And then they will get their fucking heel bits. Although the Lord's authority is currently being undermined because we do have lizards today and people step on them too. And we also have lizard people. So the Lord also punished that one particular snake that got possessed by the devil to be reincarnated as Scott Stapp, the lead singer of a hit 90s rock band called Creed. So basically Scott Stapp was that snake from way back then. The snake, you know, had some great hits in the 90s and went on to make a sex tape involving Kid Rock and four other women. In 2006, Stapp filed a lawsuit to block the release of that sex video. I've seen it though. The snake lived a troubled life but later found Jesus and became a Christian. Although Scott was a Christian at one time early on anyway. Talk about a fucking turnaround. You go from being possessed by Satan, tricking the first humans to royally piss God off, and getting yourself and them kicked out of eternity, and then also fucking punishing people you don't even fucking know that haven't even been born yet, to playing in a satanic 90's rock band, and then you become a Christian again after you were before what a fucking turnaround for that snake as for the Garden of Eve and the Pet Smart store the Lord closed that place down and the animals were free today with factory farming I don't know how free you would say they are though the animals actually now wish they wouldn't have cheered on the demise of Adam and Eve Life wasn't so bad when they were being groomed by those two fucks. Because Adam used his position of power to have sex with his employee, Eve, they were both fired from the PetSmart. And then because of the Apple incident, they were both kicked out of the Garden of Eden forever. Today, Adam and Eve run an adult store called Adam and Eve, and they sell sex toys, basically. I recommend everyone in here go get you a toy from Adam and Eve. A fleshlight, perhaps. Adam and Eve run that store to this fucking day. Well, their descendants do um, now. Um, And they pray and take direct Christian orders from the actual Adam and Eve who are now in heaven. They, of course, died later because of the, you know, apple punishment which was ultimately death because they were going to live forever, if not. When Adam and Eve arrived for the second time, the Lord said, You better not eat any more fucking fucking apples.
1: Don't worry, we'll just eat the dumbass fucking animals now. Don't you fucking worry. God's judgment
2: was swift, fast, and just. I mean, really, he seemed like a rational guy punishing everyone and even those not involved. However, this is the foundation of our key Christian religion and why we say this mindset is the national truth. We even put in God we trust on the money because of a story like this right here. This is the foundational story to promote to promote such an act and justify such an act. Wow, are you blessed? Could you be any more convinced about this logical, foundational story? So are you saying the snake from the Adam and Eve story is now Scott's Stop. Yes, and I stand by that firmly. It is one of the foundational beliefs of the evangelical community. And we rely heavily on that foundational belief. And I stick to the belief that God was rational and his punishment towards everyone involved and also those not involved in the apple incident at the beginning of time. I myself cannot believe I allowed Adam and Abe to eat that damn apple. And I cry at night when I think about it. Think about this if you have a dog and you leave a bucket of chicken, KFC, within their reach, just sitting out on the floor and you tell them not to eat it, and then you leave for a while and come back, and that dog ate all your damn KFC, well, it's obviously the damn dog's fault! And now you have the right to bait their ass, punish the ever-living shit out of them, and throw them to the damn yard. That's essentially what happened to Adam and Eve. But hey, the Lord did not overreact. And I believe that because the Bible and the Lord said so. To prove my point about Scott Stamp, I found a music video of the snake performing a version of the Creed song One Last Breath, that I would like our text to put up on the big screen. I found this shit on the dark web, people. It proves my whole fucking story about the Scott Stapp thing.
0: I'm being
1: punished for things I did as a snake I did not know right from fucking wrong I'm trying to escape I yell back where I
0: heard bullshit But I'm down to one last mistake
1: And with it let me do to clear my I did nothing wrong I
0: gave my life to Christ before I'm thinking Maybe Christ may not be so fucking bad
2: Alright, that was an amazing song and video and perfectly proves my fucking point. I'm so glad I got to see it before I might be confronting death soon. And maybe Christ ain't so fucking bad. Now, um, I must be like Adam and Eve and face whatever dumbass cruel overreaction punishment that might come my way. For doing essentially something as bad as eating the apple, I must face my potential murderer and with um humbleness and um mercy, respect for his decision and I hope he does not fucking kill me. But if preaching a godly sermon for the Lord in the house of the trump is wrong, I do not want to be fucking right. I want to be murdered so I can go to heaven. Because I know for a fact that I'm fucking right. I can face the true judgment of the Lord, the true king, who once punished the ever-living shit of everyone for Adam and Eve's mistake. I believe I can face him and say, I did you a solid man. I did right by you. I preach your word, so that is my sermon, and I don't give a fuck. And I await Vandervalde's earthly judgment, and then I will get the king's judgment. I'll rise for Vandervalde's decision. I hereby find Bill Reagan White of Little White Church. GUILTY! Oh fuck, I'm dead. Oh fuck. Of being the best preacher I have ever damn heard. You are fucking incredible, man. There will not be an execution.
0: Oh, thank you, God! Oh,
2: thank you, Donald Trump. Oh my God. I thought I was gonna die. Hey, binder. My advisors at one point even thought we should, you know, have you killed. I I told them, no, definitely not. That doesn't offend you, does it? Of course not. Why would it? Mike Pence didn't even give two shits because he saw the big picture. You thought, hey, I have got to ensure God's word is taught. And you thought, hey, we are getting shut down, so hey, let's kill this guy. Being assassinated is not a big fucking deal for a Republican evangelical. I take absolutely no offense to the murder attempt. And neither should you, because I was going to have you killed, possibly. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it was really just all about, hey, I can't believe I'm getting religiously all right to the fact now. I mean, I've only done one thing in my entire life. And that is preach the fucking word of Donald God Trump. And, you know, Mike Pence, he didn't take offense to it. So why why the fuck should I? You really brought it home towards the end. If you're not listening to Little White Church and Billy White, every fucking church service, you need to subscribe your heart to them right the fuck now. I mean, really, a snake double penetrating Eve and Adam. That was so much amazing religious insight. You won't get that on the 300 Club. I'm sure it was exactly the way you said, Billy, and that happened in real life. Wow. I am totally in awe of the Lord. I'm sorry we ever doubted you. Hey man, it's cool. It's cool, man. Hey, hey. Um, me and a lot of the church folks are going out to the steakhouse after the show. If y'all want to come and have um some fellowship with us, if you if you like, it would be an honor. There is actually this one bitch named Sherry that works there that says she had it up to here with my shenanigans. against. Cherry and her husband, Dakota, said that I'm fucking banned from their fucking restaurant. Do you think with all your bird mask guards and people, we, we could go over there and help her change her mind? You know, scare the living fuck out of her? I mean, we can go to another place, but this place is really good. Oh, we can talk to Sherry and Dakota and get them to come to their senses. Good, cause they're fucking crazy. They're out of control. Hey, um, I usually call the musicians up right now and then I pressure people to come and give their lives to the Lord and close things out. So I gotta do that right quick. Um, Then I'll wrap it up and we can go to the American Steakhouse and reinstate my membership Okay, so come on down, musicians! I haven't been murdered, so I can close the show out. First off, I would like to tell the Lancaster family, I am deeply sorry for your loss. I hate that Burt got executed, but like we said, as evangelical Republicans, What's the big fucking deal? It was just a damn assassination with a guillotine. The head came cleanly off, right the fuck off, lights out. Besides that, everyone fucking here should be thanking me. That's right. My preaching saved everyone's life here tonight, including my fucking own. So. I don't know how many people had, you know, already agreed to killing themselves if I were to be killed. It was a lot of people who was going to take their own fucking life. Not to mention all the fucking riots that would have happened if if I would have died, or if you would have, you know, killed Vander Valdi, you assassinate him or something. Many of these bird mask virtue guards would have probably then just started killing men women and children in this church. I think they would have done it even if you guys started rioting or whatever. It was on the fucking table. However, I preached one fucking hell of a sermon. And I saved your fucking sorry asses from dying. Well, let me fucking ask you this. What if you would have died today? Don't, don't think you wouldn't. Burt Lancaster got guillotined uh, today, remember? Did you already forget that you saw someone get guillotined today? I mean, back in the old days, that used to be like going to the damn movies. That was some damn family entertainment right there. That was like saying Back to the Future for the first time going and seeing someone get executed as a family together. We have gotten too damn woke in this country. We've we've forgotten how awesome public executions really are. Those were smart people back then, and they wrote the Bible so we can have the mindsets like them today. We can learn from them how to act today in 2023. The Bible was about one of the most famous executions of all time, and that was of Jesus Christ of the Nazareth, and then of course the revised Trump Dam Bible where Donald Trump got crucified in the election, but promised to return one day, possibly, if all goes correctly, 2024. You don't think you can do it again? You forget how radical right works. Expect the unexpected, but also predict the predictable. You can't expect anything, but you can also, cause we're so predictable too. Trump says he will fucking return. What will you do if he does? Will you crawl into a damn hole in the ground? Will you sit idle by as the Lord Donald buttfucks America and you act all Christian? Or will you support that stable genius and say, hey, thank you for buttfucking our country into oblivion. I'm a Christian. What if you die before 2024 and never get the chance to live in the Republican heaven on earth? Will you be going to the Garden of Eden which is essentially Heaven on Earth in 2024. Will you eat all the dumbass animals in the Garden of Eden? And will you eat all the fruits from the tree except for that damn apple tree? Will you have group sex, sex, and sex with angel whores for the glory? Of eternal life and sexual religious eternal victory in Q. Let me give you a death scenario. A scenario outlining a possible death that could possibly occur after you walk out this fucking door today. To you personally. Specifically to you. Let's say you win the lottery. That's a good thing, right? Wrong. Not for you because you do something pretty fucking stupid with that money. You watch some Iron Man movies with uh Robert Downey Jr. Don't ask me which one exactly, but um, I don't fucking know. Like for the sake of argument, you watched the Iron Man that had the, the Mickey Rourke as the whiplash fella. The guy that has like two electric whip arms. So with pretty much all your lottery money, you build yourself an Iron Man suit. You did shitty work, but you built yourself an Iron Man suit and go to Mickey Rourke's mansion. You fly in and bust through his fucking window, Mickey Rourke screams, what the fuck? You say, get your fucking whip out, Whiplash. I wanna fucking fight you, bitch. I wanna fucking fight you, Mickey Rourke. Mickey is like, dude, you got me all wrong, I'm not Whiplash or Mickey Rourke, I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter. So you're like, oh, uh, sorry, you fuckers look alike. Nonetheless, get your fucking whip out, I wanna see your whip, and let's go you motherfucking bitch. And Dog is all like, well you did bust through my window. Hey man, what, what are you doing? You got your whole life ahead of you. Let's say you go peacefully with me to jail. I will buy you a Big Mac on the way. What do you say? Let's take you in, buddy. You say, fuck no! I want to fight you, you pussy
1: ass bitch! Let's fucking go! Let's go! Let's get to it, bitch! Come on! Ready! Let's go! Come on! I'm going! Romo cop your
2: fucking ass! So Dog the Bounty Hunter takes off his belt and starts swinging the shit out of that thing at you. You're like, "Ah, whoa, whoa, you're scared at first, but this is your fucking dream, to murder the whiplash guy in your Iron Man suit that you made yourself. You say, this is so fucking cool, this is just like the fucking movie. You and the dog slam each other against the fucking walls, knocking shit over dog punches you repeatedly in the fucking face. Your Iron Man suit is tearing away very easily. You build it like shit. You didn't do a good job. The bounty hunter kicks you in the cock and he lassoes your neck with his belt.
1: You're like, oh, oh, fuck, I mean fucking lose this thing, oh, fuck, no, oh, fuck, no, fuck, no. Your suit malfunctions and causes electricity to shoot through your
2: fucking body the suit and through the belt. This causes Dog the Bounty Hunter to shake uncontrollably as he has been electrocuted alive. You grab the belt and start to overpower him. You fight through the electricity pain, wrapping yourself in it as you fight your way to him. You hold Dog the Bounty Hunter in a tight embrace, looking deeply into his eyes. As you both are electrocuted to death and you both fade out. You both pass on together. Where would you go? I'm not asking where Dog the Bounty Hunter would go. We all know that dude would go straight to heaven. I love that motherfucker. I'm asking where would you go? Heaven hell. (laughs) It's up to you to decide, either play by the evangelical rules, accept Trump as your personal sexual savior, your personalized savior, or go to hell if you die. It's your fucking choice. And subscribe to Little White Church. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends to come to Little White Church and come. Tell your friends to come to Little White Church. Please, I would hate for any of y'all to go to hell if you die. Exactly how I described with this dog, the bounty hunter. While you wear an Iron Man suit.
0: It's just so sad to think about. <laughs> Shit,
2: fuck. <laughs> oh, come on down and give your life to Trump. No one, no, no one's going to accept. Okay, well, we are going to the American Steakhouse with the virtue. After this, if you guys would like to join. Let's all go to the Steakhouse and have a good time. If at any time any of you guys change your mind, tell me and I will have you saved at the Steakhouse. Just let me know and I will save you. It's never too late, never too late, unless you die before you make that commitment. If that happens, yeah, it's too fucking late, you're fucked. You should have done that shit while you're alive. You can't do it after you die because it just doesn't work that way. Because if I died and I found out that, you know, someone like Zeus or somebody like that was God, I can't make excuses then. I should have known. I should have blindly known that was God. And I should have been, you know, living my life for Him. Okay, well, that's all I got, so uh, let's go to the American Steakhouse and, or whatever they call it now, and uh, the Navajo Grill, I think they're calling that shit now, but let's go to the Navajo Grill and let's, you know, get some steak.